Hey guys, welcome back to 3 to 1 Discuss. Uh, for any of you who are new, this is a show about two nerds with zero qualifications trying to critique anime. I am Nick. And I'm Tanner. And today's episode, we are talking about Dr. Stone. Alright, Dr. Stone is a different type of anime vibe for me. It's more science-y, it takes you through the actual process behind of what they're doing. It's about... This kid named Senku, he gets revived in the stone world, and it's about him rebuilding society. And the fights against the powerful characters, and the fights against the village he meets. It's really a full-on show about why science is better than just brute force and honesty. What do you think about that, Nick? Well, yeah, it's that whole mentality of work smarter, not harder. And Senku and Tsukasa perfectly represent that now i'm gonna try and say his name right taiju taiju yeah so i kind of wish we got to see more of him throughout the show i feel like it was a little lacking on their end yeah i was really bummed out when he just like kind of just got written out of the show a couple episodes in yeah and then you see people that like gen like he's a good character but i feel like taiju would have made a way better character for the story than Gen did. Especially with how important they made Taishu in the very first episode. Like, the first episode is told pretty much entirely from Taishu's point of view. He's essentially the protagonist of the beginning of the series. So it's weird that he got relegated to such a small role, like, immediately after. Because now we're, like, all invested in him confessing to Zuriha and where that's gonna go... And then suddenly it's just gone. Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like it was a lack. It was lacking in a lot of character places that they made these characters out to be so big. They got little screen time or not that many lines or yeah. everything. I feel like if you're looking at it just from like the, I like to see the them build this society. I like to see it getting upgraded. I like more of the village arc then I feel like it was a really, really good show. I would give it a 10 out of 10 from that perspective. Because then you have Senku, Gohaku, and Chrome, and Suika, and all these villagers. And um, how do you say the blacksmith's name? I don't remember. Uh, Kaisuke? Uh, yeah, like, that's another show like we were talking about last week. There's just so many characters you can't really remember all their names. Yeah. It's one of those big ensemble shows, which isn't bad. Those work really well. This is one of the shows that has a big ensemble that works. But it's really hard to remember everyone's names. Exactly. Like, I have to pull it up on my computer to know what yeah. exactly every <laughs> name was. But I really liked Kazuki and his arc with building and being that kind of weird old man. I really, really did like that aspect. I also really liked points where they made the water wheel yeah or they got the sulfuric acid or stuff like that those were bigger parts to me than the whole fights were because the fights were kind of boring oh yeah the i love that the show takes the science very seriously it makes it a lot more exciting to the point where yeah like you said the fights are the most boring part of the show you want to get back to the science because this show could almost be considered edutainment because it's using all real science. It really is. And then it also shows going beyond that um, in the villagers. It shows 
the change in mankind over time as they develop new ways to do things. Yeah. Certain things get ruled out. Certain ideals become obsolete. Certain mentalities change. Especially in, like, Magma. He might have been a brute guy to the end, but I feel like at the end he was more of a team player and he actually wanted to make a difference compared to when you first see him. And all he wants to do is be the chief and marrier. I love the part where he's just openly talking about killing Ruri in front of everybody. He's yeah. just saying it from everybody, like, yeah, when I'm village chief, I'm gonna throw that bitch up off the side of the cliff. What the f And then nobody <laughs> even says anything about it, which is something that really bothered me. But Yeah, it's so weird. You do see interactions in the village like Suika when she gets her glasses and the what was it, a gold tip spear. Suika is a precious cinnamon roll whose smile must be protected at all costs. Nate, get away from me. <laughs> you acting a little creepy right now about a little kid. Right. She's just such a cute character. So, what about from the point of view from, like, Nikki? Uh, who was that? The girl who loved the singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl who was guarding uh, Taishu and Yuzuriha. Yeah. So... She heard that um, record, knew she wasn't alive, even though they tried to convince them yeah. that it was her. And I think that part's a little cheesy. It is. It's a little it's cheesy. Like, but it's like, a little convenient that she just happened to be a mega fan. She just happened to want to preserve her music that much. Yeah. I mean, but it is also kind of a big part of the show because yeah, of the whole like, space scene. And then you learn that... It's all cheesy. That's it, why you love it. It's cheesy. You love it that way. But I feel like it was also really well written uh-huh. in those parts to make it acceptable for what it was. Yeah. Because sometimes those are a little bit of a like cheap shot to put in anime. Because you just know people will accept them. Because they're like, okay, it's life. Like, that's how it is. But they made it into a... You know, it's giving hope. Like, and it's what they're doing. It, it was intended to do. So, it was intended to inspire hope and bring people together and everything. And that's, I feel like that's why it was okay for her to be a mega fan. Yeah, like, I, I'm not saying, like, any of the writing is bad. I just, I'm pointing out that it is a little cheesy and, you know, there's a little plot holes. But I love it because of that. Like, it's part of the charm of Dr. Stone. Because, yeah, it's cheesy. Yeah, none of it really makes a whole lot of sense. But you don't care. It's just entertaining. And the science is real. So it just feels so cool to watch them build these. Like, oh, if I actually got the materials together, I could build this. Yeah. Like, I could do that right now. And that's something I think is really cool about Dr. Stone is anybody could become as smart as Senku. Like, Tanner, you right now could decide, I'm going to study all science for 30 minutes a day. It'd take a long time, but one day you would be as knowledgeable as Senku. Bullshit. No, that that, dude, it's a fact. Like, he, It's openly admitted that he has, like, a perfect memory. So everything he reads, he retains. Senku's next level, but I get what you're saying. You're saying, like, anybody can learn this stuff. 
that's yeah. going on in this if they wanted to. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But like, also, a big part of it is how it's about his indomitable spirit. That's really what's getting him through this. Anybody can throw themselves against a wall forever, but it takes a select few to keep doing it until you finally break through. Because Senku has that mentality of try everything. Eventually, it's going to work. Yeah, so what was your favorite science moment in this show? Ooh, that's a good question. I I really liked when they made nitroglycerin uh, at the end of season two. Yeah. How they just, like, they were just able to barely make, pull it together. Yeah, that's good. A great moment. My favorite one oh. was the water wheel. My favorite science moment is when he gave Suika her glasses. Oh, my God. That was a beautiful moment, man. Man, you cheesy as hell. It was a great moment. We've already established I'm a big softie like six or seven times. Yeah, but we'll keep establishing it. So, Kenro. Kenro. Oh my god. Uh, not It's not about Kenro, but his brother Ginro. He's such a fucking asshole, and I love him for it. He's so entertaining because he's just such a dick. And I think it's, I think it's hilarious that, in English at least, he's voiced by the same guy who does Deku. <laughs> that was actually kind of funny. He's such a different character from Deku. And, like, god damn, that guy's talented. Yeah, it really is. It's weird after you start watching it for a while and you start noticing the voices in there. You're like, oh, that person also played this person. And yeah, this like... This person and this person. Yeah, like I was saying earlier, that just kind of becomes part of the experience. It's just noticing different voice actors in different shit and eventually you're just like oh yeah that, that's cool all right proceed yeah it's a super dope thing once you start to get to know a lot of like specific so you voice like actors. Inra. yeah he's so entertaining I, I like him the same way i like kazuma from kanasuba they're just such dickheads and it's so entertaining it's hilarious he's also a coward though yeah and it's fucking hilarious but he does often show regret for you know being a coward He's yeah like i should have been there i should have been fighting i should have done this yeah like remember he so he up? wouldn't go to the sulfuric acid place and then he finally like nutted up and went and he ended up saving them yeah so what does that do for his character arc if say he didn't go like he stayed a coward do you think the events in the end would have changed well he saved them so, I mean, like, that changes events, but I'm saying, it, let's say they just came I think back. if he decided not to go, and then, like, Sanku would have come back without Chrome, and then he would have, like, blamed himself for the rest of his life. Yeah, you're probably right. So, who's your favorite character besides Suika in this whole show? <laughs> uh, Sanku. It's a, such a basic answer, but Sanku is just my type of character. I'm way more interested in characters that rely on wits rather than brawn. Because I just find it more interesting to see them, like, thinking and figuring it out rather than just, well, guess I wasn't punching him hard enough. Yeah, I think Kazuki would be my favorite. I just like the blacksmith guy. You know, he's always like, just give it to me. Let me let me take care of it. You know, why are you touching it like that? <laughs> and they're about to go charge in with the tank. He's like, no, you can't take my steam gorilla. He's like crying over it because he so loves awesome. it so much. I just think that's awesome, especially 
the part where you get to see him blow glass. Yeah. And how he was, like, really taking to that. I think those parts are really cool because you get to see that, you know, blacksmith animation. You get to kind of see even behind the science. You get to see, like... Okay, yeah, like, the production thing. aspect. Like, here's how it's made. Yeah, here's how it's made. I need this before I can make this. Like, I need this for this. So it shows that really those careers really work hand in hand when it's this point in time. Dude, want to hear a freaking awesome fun fact? What? In Dr. Stone, Senku and Taishu are played by the same voice actors in English as Sun Eater and Lemillion. That's actually interesting. And the, and the voice director is Bakugo. So... Coming from, if I'm wrong, to Tazuka's, how do you say the uh, lion character guy's name? I'm oh, Sukasa. Yeah, Sukasa. So from what a fucking interesting character, man. What do you think about him? I I really want to hear. You he's know. he's such a complex character, and goddamn them for making me cry when he dies at the end of season two. Spoiler alert. Because, like, at the beginning, like, he seems like, oh, yeah, he's going to be the next part of the team. But then he turns into a villain, and then suddenly you don't know what to think about him anymore at the end. I think his motivations and his actions were misguided and selfish. Because I think I expressed my opinion on that kind of stuff very well in the Death Note episode. I think that going down that route just immediately is ultimately self-serving. Because you never even tried a different option. He just immediately jumped to, let's just kill all the people that I think shouldn't be around. And then I'll have a perfect world. But if you're immediately going down that route, it's only going to be a good world for you. So he's reviving really, really strong people, but he's refusing to revive adults. That's his big thing. He thinks they taint the world. I think the abilities of the people that Tsukasa... Um, revives they're kind of a little blown out of proportion well yeah it's animated just it's part of it just who cares no it's part of that suspension of disbelief but i felt like it was a little off for dr stone because they're being so technical about everything so scientific about everything Uh uh-huh and then so you see like sulfuric acid you see the battery you see a water wheel you see them having to make gas masks like they're going through every detail so what I'm saying is, Yukio, uh, the archer guy. Yeah, Yukio. And, um, okay, I'll just stick with both of them for now. So one has, like, incredibly good hearing. Beyond, beyond superhuman hearing. He and the other one makes a dude fly 45 fucking feet with a baton. Dude, it's exaggerated for comedy's sake. Like I it's know. It's just exaggerated to make it more entertaining. You, you're thinking about it too much. And this is coming from the guy who thinks about everything too much. I know, I'm just saying I don't think... I think one side was, like, super, like, given, like, super overpowered, and then one side was, like, kind of struggling. And I get that that's kind of what they wanted to make it seem like. But at the end of the day, these guys were so powerful, there's no way they should have been able to take them out. Yeah. At the end of the day, that shouldn't have been a reality compared to if they were both given a level playing field. Okay, these guys have human abilities. They might One might have really good sight, one might have really good hearing, but the dude's not going to tell what direction it is. Yeah. 
if they played it a little bit more like that, I feel like the story would have went a little bit smoother through those couple rocky parts. Get it? Because it's Dr. Stone. Huh, huh, huh. Okay. <laughs> what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, like I said, I just think you're thinking about it too much. It just makes the show more entertaining. Alright. Fair enough. So what do you think about... Like, th- this show is a, it's a snack. It's, it's a show that you can kind of just turn your brain off and you're going to enjoy it. It's not like a three-course meal like ReZero or Steins Gate or like heavier shows like that where you have to be like actively engaged and thinking about it the whole time to really interpret the story. This is, this is kind of just a snack in between to kind of recover from that where you kind of just mindlessly watch it and you're just entertained. Okay. So what do you think? If you had to go for a main theme of the overall story, what would it be? Try everything. Never give up. You'll eventually get there. I would go more of what you were saying earlier with uh, sometimes working smarter means not working harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like work smarter, not harder. I get what you're saying, though. You see it a lot when they fail in the beginning, especially like the blacksmith fails when he blows the first glass, when I believe they failed on their first battery. Like just Yeah, they fail also. all the time. Exactly. So I can definitely see where you would think that is the big picture behind this. So let me ask you this. You just got done with Dr. Stone. Yeah. What do you suggest to the listeners to watch if they want kind of Dr. Stoney vibes? Because I know I went on kind of like a little hunt to try and find one. And it was difficult to say the least to find anything even kind of remotely in that early civilization building category so what would you recommend it's not in the early civilization category but it's got the dr stone vibe i would recommend cells at work it is a show that takes place in a human body you know that uh old movie osmosis jones yeah it's like that but an anime like all the characters are cells Okay. And it's like that kind of edutainment show, but it's also really goofy, and it's just a good time to watch. Now, I couldn't find anything exactly like this, so yeah. I just went with a good vibe show. Uh, I believe it's 243, or 2.43. It's a show, it's a slice of life drama show. Ooh, that's up by alley. So, it's about a volleyball team. Kind of like the hockey show, but a little bit dialed back. So basically, it's the super prodigy, I think would be the best word for him. Him going from school to school and kind of rebuilding after a really tremendous hit that he took in the first couple episodes. So I don't want to say too much about it, which is why my explanation of it is kind of shaky. But I would really suggest watching it because the character development in it is very good. And I feel like really, if you want that like kind of sporty vibe, it's also there. Where they're doing more thinking than anything else. So you see the volleyball scenes, but they're thinking in their head. They're like, okay, he's there. He's there. Like, you get that kind of like behind the scene. Like, who am I going to set it to? Where am yeah. I going to spike it? That kind of vibe. Those heavily explained split-second decisions. Exactly. 
Is there anything else you wanted to go over this week? No, I think that about does it for us. Yeah, so I know it's a shorter episode. We're just kind of trying to see where the talking leads us with these episodes instead of trying to set a time limit on it. Yeah, we're just playing around with the show. If you guys have anything that you want to suggest or if you don't like something that we started doing and you want us to go back to how we used to do it, just let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or Twitter, 321discuss underscore, and we'll see what you guys say there. We are going to be starting a TikTok account which our first video should go up sometime soon. and By the time this episode's up, the uh, TikTok will probably be already up. Yeah, probably. I would, I would say so. Yeah, it's probably already up. So check that out. It's where we're going to be posting little mini clips and everything. But with that being said, it's been good, guys. See ya.